Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Happy Easter, this is El Tricasso, and this is episode episode 563, excuse me, 566. Yeah, I had a rough night, couldn't sleep again, that's nothing new, but um, you know what? I'm going to be very brutally honest with you. I didn't get much sleep. And you can probably figure that out. I probably sound a little tired, and I meant to say 566, and I already screwed up. But, you know, I'm exhausted, but I'm no ways tired in being happy. You see, the thing is, ladies and gentlemen, I'm happy. This is the re-birthday of the Lord Jesus Christ. The resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ. And, you know, I could come on here, sound like a Baptist and Pentecostal minister and evangelist, and that may happen. I'm not going to say it won't. I'm not going to say it will. But I am happy. The fact of the matter is, this is the rebirth day of the Lord Jesus. But at the same time, that I am happy, and I want to wish each and every one of you the best Easter you've ever had and every future Easter that you are alive. Make it the best ever. Meaning that make this the best ever and make next year just a wee bit better than this. Because you know what? Every time you breathe, another breath of air, that means you're alive. So I'm happy. Yes, I'm exhausted physically. Yes, I'm exhausted. I'm tired. But when it comes to loving Jesus Christ, even though I got so trillions trillions of things to learn, loving God, I'm happy to be able to do that. And I'm happy that I'm alive. So it's not just a happy birthday and rebirth day for the Lord Jesus. It's a happy birthday and rebirth day to all of us. Because every day is almost like our birthday. We're alive. And the fact, the definition of being alive requires birth. So in a sense, every day is a birthday for you. But thank God that you're alive today. Happy birthday, Lord Jesus. Happy rebirthday. Happy resurrection. Now to the other side of this podcast. It says, Happy Easter. The other part says, I'm pissed they killed Jesus. Well, the truth is, I'm very pissed 
They killed Jesus. Now, let me be very clear. According to religious books, including the Bible, it was a command of God and that Jesus died for our sins. Now, I appreciate, thank, and am very extraordinarily grateful that Jesus was willing to do that for us of yet unborn children, of people around the globe, maybe even on other planets. Jesus was willing to do that for us. I believe further that Jesus did it for all humanity. Those who have turned against Jesus, those who do not admit he ever existed, those who are atheists, those who are even Satanists. I believe Jesus loves all of us. Yep. And I think that when those of us turn away from God, whatever name you call God, if some of us end up being erased or sent to hell, I think that even then, there comes a time when God may recreate us. I don't know. But it seems to me that Jesus loves us no matter who we are. Hello, guest two. But I'm not going to lie to you. Even though it was fantastic, wonderful, and the most beautiful sacrifice that Jesus did for us, I'm pissed that they killed him. If there was ever a person or an entity that deserved to live, it was Jesus. And I'm going to be extraordinarily uh, honest with you. Whenever I watch the crucifixion in any form, or hear about it, or any of that, I feel like going back in time and risking my life to take those Roman guards and any of them, and even though I know I would be killed, I feel like standing up and putting my life on the line, because there's no way Jesus should have ever been killed. And regardless how deemed it was, and why it was done, it does not mean it should have been done. It is very painful for me to watch that. And even though I know that in in reality it helped, that was my cat in the background, by the way. <laughs> Her name is Lashana Moon. She's a wonderful cat, but she's funny, though. At <laughs> any rate, um, even though I know that it was ultimately for us, and that it was wonderful what Jesus was willing to do, I'm still pissed. As a matter of fact, yeah, it happened like 2,000 and some years ago. But I said to Jesus out loud this morning, I said, you know, I don't, I would not want to defy God, and I would not want to be what they call blasphemous. But I said, I'll be honest with you, Father God, and also to you, Lord Jesus. Had I been back in the times of the crucifixion, I would have been killed because there's no way I would have been able to stand there and watch that. And I said, maybe I would have been a coward, but I would pray that I would not have been and that I would have been willing to give my life for Jesus. And I will tell you that years ago I watched the movie The Passion of the Christ. And I really did not like that movie at all. 
it fired me up. I was like almost cussing at the movie because of what they were doing to Jesus. But I have to say, there was a point in that movie where the person that they had basically picked to assist Jesus and and do their dirty work, he stood up and he refused to actually do anything more if they didn't quit abusing him on the way to the cross. Now, I don't know if that really happened, but I can tell you this, I would have been one of them that most likely was killed. And I thought about this, and I and this is something that we should all actually think about. We claim we love Jesus, right? We're happy, we're celebrating Easter. We're thankful to the Creator and the Savior. But how many of us would willingly admit that we were followers of Christ if Satan were to appear right now in front of our face and say, follow me or perish? Would we perish? Or would we cower and do the ultimate betrayal? Because I know deep, 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 deep down in my soul, almost like one of the old spiritual songs, I know for a fact, I would rather have no soul left at all, no existence of ever having been created, than to say no to the Lord God. I'm not Mr. Religious. If you listen to my podcast, I'm anything but. But, yes, I would rather be dead than to turn my back on the Lord Jesus Christ. I would rather be dead than to turn my back on the Lord God. And let me tell you something. I have every reason to be angry at God and Jesus. Every reason on earth. And yet, I love the Lord thy God. I love the Lord Jesus. I am happy and thankful and grateful. I mean, I woke up today, ladies and gentlemen, you who hear this, whether it's on Easter Day 2015 or Easter Day 2095, if your voice, I mean, if your ears hear these words, whether I am alive or I am deceased and I am with God or wherever I may go, if you hear these words, you are alive and you are blessed. But understand this. I'd rather be non-existent to turn my back on God. And let me tell you, I just said something that I could be angry at God and Jesus. And, and you're probably thinking, well, you've got to kind of clarify that. This isn't really the podcast, but here's what I'll say. Through my life, I've witnessed nothing short of consistent evilness or consistent suffering, which I feel is an aspect of evil. Okay, I've witnessed in the last 15 years, well, no, last 10 years, about 15 or more deaths, death, D-E-A-T-H-S. Most of them were my inner family, my immediate family. 
I've lived 51 years with having so little financial income that even today, even today, my vehicle has no brakes and my mechanic obviously is not a good mechanic. And as a result, I'm stuck. I can't even eat an Easter dinner. I can't get food to eat an Easter dinner. I'm actually going to eat some leftover fish. And you know something? I could be very angry about that. I could say, man, this is all messed up. I'm not celebrating, blah, blah, blah. Do you realize how much of a blessing I have and that you have? I mean, think about this. What more of a symbolic message could Jesus and Father God have given me? Instead of saying, well, man, I'm I'm not going to have anything to eat. I'm stuck. I can't even go celebrate my family. I woke up today. You woke up today. I'm not here to preach, but you did. So I don't care if you are the brokest person in the history of the planet. I don't care if you're the wealthiest. I don't care who you are, what you are. You are blessed. You can be an atheist. You're blessed. Okay? Let me tell you a little something. You want to talk about an analogy, a metaphor, or um, allegory, whatever the word is. Think about what I'm going to eat today. I'm going to eat leftover fish. Parables, I think is what it's called. Jesus fed the masses with a few pieces of fish. Isn't that more appropriate to eat than a ham or turkey? We're going to be eating fish. One of the biggest stories in the Bible, events, not stories, but events, related to feeding the hungry with fish. And Jesus has left us with something to eat. Oh, my van almost killed me a few days ago on Friday, on what they call Good Friday. But I am going to eat today, and it will be fish. And it's not the junky fish. It's not the fish sticks that you get. It's either, I'm not 100% sure because I didn't look in the freezer. It's either cod fillets, the raw kind of cod, the good kind, or it is whiting. We had two different ones. But I'm going to be eating fish today. And you know what? That is, to me, that is a huge message. And for me... Yeah, that's a big deal. Because it's almost as if God's saying, you know, you've been struggling for all these years. you got a lot of reasons to have felt like Job. And I'm sure a lot of us do. Well, I'm not Job, but I've done, done gone through so much poverty, so much death, so much depression, not really depression, but things to be depressed about. And yet I can wake up and smile. I can wake up and be thankful.
Jesus and Father God exists and created me. I was supposed to be dead and gone at the age of two years old. I'm 51 years old in this lifetime. And I am here today. Now, to the other part of the coin, yes, I am so grateful that Jesus did what Jesus had done. But the fact that they had done it pisses me off. Yes, I said that earlier. But let me tell you, when I watched that movie, The Passion of the Christ, I almost walked out two or three times. The fact that we would kill Jesus makes me want to say words that I won't say today. It's the the worst of the worst. How do you kill Jesus? For that matter, how do you kill any prophet? How do you kill Buddha or... I'm not saying they did. I don't know the history. I haven't studied it. But if they did, how do you kill a messenger from the Lord thy God? And how do you feel justified in doing it? Yeah, I would have probably either chickened out like an idiot or been killed. And I would be hopeful that had I lived in the time of Jesus, I would actually be hopeful that I would have been killed. No, not because I'm suicidal. Never was, never will be. But because that would have meant that I stood up for Jesus. That I didn't run away. That I didn't deny him. I'm not denying the Lord Jesus Christ anymore. And for the atheist, yes, I have lately done a lot of podcasts. Almost every podcast I do, I throw God in there somewhere, even though I'm not a religious person. And I always say to the atheist, This is not to offend the atheist, agnostic, or any other religion. Because it's not. I love you all. But at the same token, I'm not going to deny that I love the Lord Jesus. Now, that doesn't mean that I'm exclusively only believing one religion. But it does mean I believe in God. Now, it may be that I'll look at God in many different ways. But I believe in God. Matter of fact, hold the phone, hold the phone. There may be some preaching, so guess who? You might want to hold on to your seat or put your seatbelt on. There just may be some side preaching here. Not that I want to, but i got to throw down some information. It's not that I even believe in the Lord Jesus. It's not that I even believe in the Lord God. In fact, I can't really say that. It's that I know God. Even though I don't know 90 trillion percent what I need to know, I know God's real. I know Jesus is real. And I know I cannot scientifically prove it. I may never have seen God physically, but I know God as is real as a house on the street. God is as real as a vehicle on the street, a house on the side. I don't care. You name it. God is as real as I am. God is as real as the sky is. God is as real as you are. And I will tell you how I know that. 
going to do some reality check here, ladies and gentlemen. So, so attention all atheists, I love you. But you need to wake up. And I don't mean physically, I mean mentally and spiritually. I know God's real. Here we go. Friday, you remember a little bit earlier I said, I don't have my vehicle right now? The brakes are gone? Friday, I'm going down a hill about 45 miles an hour. Suddenly, I discovered I don't have any brakes going down a hill. How on earth did I stop? How on earth did I stop? Well, the answer is, I didn't stop that vehicle. I didn't bump into anything. I didn't hit anything. I didn't hit any other vehicles. I came to a complete stop, and I was able to park into a Monroe muffler parking lot. I reached that far. Now, I submit to you, I didn't stop that vehicle. God did. There's no way, because when I got to the Renault muffler, I talked to the guy. He said, we can't do anything for you. We're closing. But he did finally go and have somebody quickly check. You know what he told me? My brake line's gone. You know what that means? It's like the rope. We're using a metaphor here, or maybe a parallel. I don't know what you call it. Parable, but it's as if you have a rope and somebody cut it. Meaning, I had no brakes. I didn't have any brakes. I'm going down a hill without any brakes, and I made it to my destination. Now, after we got there, after we found out that we had a brake line gone. I had my vehicle in park, and there was a couple of times I figured, well, just for the heck of it, I want to turn it on. Sure enough, the brake line came on. I had no brakes. I didn't have any brakes. So I know God is real, because I did not stop that vehicle on that day, which by ironically was called Good Friday. I did not stop that vehicle. God is real. But you know what? You might say, well... That's a coincidence. Go ahead. Make my day. No, I couldn't help myself. <laughs> Had to throw some Clint Eastwood in there. Go ahead. Make my day. No, but seriously. Go ahead. Accept that. Coincidence, huh? All right. Well, let's go back a little bit. Let's go to December the 20th, 2014. Five days before Christmas. Well... I always wear my seatbelts, and I dang sure make sure everybody in my vehicle wears a seatbelt, or they just get the heck out. I could have been not so clean. I do my Eddie Murphy roll kind of thing back in the day, and I just did one recently. The podcast preceding this, I went all buck wild and told people off. But at any rate, come December the 20th, a bus literally came speeding at us and outright attacked us. It was a Port Authority transit bus, which is in the United States of America, 
in the Commonwealth State of Pennsylvania in the county of Allegheny, and this bus attack occurred in Homestead, Pennsylvania, by a shopping complex called the Waterfront. So this bus literally, this driver was either dangerously distracted or intent on killing someone. So, five days before Christmas, we almost got killed. How do I know God's real? How do I know that God is real? Because I had the seconds and the reflexes to back and get out of the way, back up and get out of the way in a nick of time. Had I not done that, four or five people are dead five days before Christmas. So, yeah, I know God is real. Now, when I went to back up, there wasn't any cars. Three people saw that there were no cars, myself, um, Kathy, and Annette. There were not any cars. Suddenly and mysteriously, boom, and supposedly I hit this other car. And I took the blame because I was thinking, you know, at the time, quite honestly, I wasn't thinking because I was in shock. But come to learn that the person that I supposedly hit admitted that she had her head down while she was driving. She actually had her head down, and she was looking through her purse. So it's reasonable to conclude she actually hit me. But where does God come in? God comes in because had I not moved that vehicle, we would have been crushed. We would have been one of those... TV statistics on the news. Well, there was a tragedy at the waterfront today when four people died when their vehicle was smashed by an oncoming bus. Yes. So God is real. But you know what? Just like an infomercial, you may not even buy into that one. Okay, well, I could have done that myself. God didn't help me. I can back up. I ain't mocking you. I'm just using different voices. I'm not really mocking you, okay? But I could see where people could say that wasn't God. I don't agree with you. It was God. But, so we already have two instances, right? Saved me on Friday. Saved me five days before Christmas. By the way, both days were celebrating Jesus Christ. Did you notice that? Five days before Jesus' birthday is celebrated. Two days before Jesus' resurrection. Now, let's go back a wee bit later. A wee bit later. Now, in August 20th, 2010, I was sitting in traffic. And out of nowhere, boom, I'm involved in another three-vehicle accident. This woman hit my van so hard that my van slammed into a third larger van. No seatbelts, no Albert, no Annette, no Diane, no Rose. How do I know God exists? I'm alive. See, you have to understand, we were stuck in traffic, and we were even at a red light. Nobody was moving. Suddenly, somebody wasn't paying attention. Maybe they were texting. I don't know. And at 
a high rate impact, a small vehicle hit my heavy van and hit it with such force it caused a three-vehicle accident. And guess what? I'm still here today. God is real, ladies and gentlemen. Happy Easter. Happy Easter. Happy Resurrection. Jesus Christ is real. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ is alive. But you know what? You might say, well, yeah, but once again, coincidence. Well, now we're going to go way back, all the way to November the 20th, 1986. I ran out of gas. Remember how I told you I've been financially destitute for 51 years of my life? Well, ran out of gas. Pulled my vehicle over as best I could, but there really wasn't really any space because it was on a highway. So at any rate, the highway that didn't have space. So at any rate, I pull over best I can. And this taxi driver finally shows up. He pulls ahead, and he talks to me, and we chit-chat for a minute. And he says, I have a gasoline can. And so he gets his gasoline. He, he says, come into my cab, and I'll get the gas, take you to get gas. So I say to him, well, how about we see if we can pull this vehicle over just a wee little bit more. So I get into the vehicle, and we're getting ready to, you know, I'm going to put it in neutral, and he's going to attempt to push it. So next thing I know, I said, well, you know, just for the hell of it, in case some, any a-holes hit into me, let me put my seatbelt on. So I go to put my seatbelt on, I look in the rearview mirror, and I yell out at him, get the F out the way, somebody's going to hit me. And I literally had just got my seatbelt on, and a second later, I had a huge impact. The person who hit me had a Honda Accord, a very new model back in 1986, and very, very compact. She hit me with such force. At the time, I had a 1973 Oldsmobile Cutlass with a .350 rocket engine. This was a huge vehicle compared to hers. She hit me with such force, my vehicle went up in the air and literally almost over a cliff that was anywhere from 500 to maybe 5,000 feet down. I can't really tell you, but it was a long way down. And so what happened was the car literally went up in the air and did about a 160 or 180, and it went from being horizontal. I guess that's horizontal. I'm not great with my um, which one is which. To to literally, my vehicle got stuck in the spikes from the fence. The window had spikes protruding slightly. Right there, I could have been killed. But. My vehicle literally was saved by spikes and a very, very, very extremely small curb. My vehicle landed 
on her right side of her vehicle in the form of a cross. Yes, a cross, a crucifix. Now, had she had a passenger, they would have probably been crushed to death and even dismembered. But miraculously, and I mean miraculously, she did not die that night. I did not die that night. And the very last time I saw the taxi driver, he was right outside my vehicle. So we all know he was crushed to death, right? No, he wasn't. Because when I yelled out, get the F out of there, that was enough time in an extremely short amount of time he was able to run out of the way. All three of us lived that night. It was such a horrific accident. They had sent three, count them, three fire engines, six cop car, I mean, police officer cars, and at least three to four ambulances. And in fact, as a result of this accident, they put on barriers up so that it never happened again. I The concrete barriers, they have a name for it. I think they call it the Jersey Barrier. My accident and a lady in my accident, as a direct result, ended up having Jersey Barriers in place. And to this day, they remain in place. For those of you in the Pittsburgh, PA area, the Jersey Barriers that I speak of is on... I believe it's, yeah, Bomb Boulevard. When you are headed towards downtown Pittsburgh, you will see there is a boulevard. I believe it is Bomb. There is a green spiked fence when you are almost down in Pittsburgh. And on the right, you will see a green spiked fence. Below that, there is what they call the East Busway All Stops Route. And that is about between 500 to 5,000 feet below. On your way down, you will see these what they call Jersey Barriers Cement Concrete Barricades. That happened as a result of our accident November the 20th, 1986. And I will submit to you, that was a miracle that I was not killed and gone over that cliff. It was a miracle that the taxi driver did not die. It was a miracle that the nurse did not die. <laughs> but I will say this, with the way that lady drove, I'm glad I was not one of her patients. She almost killed three people. I don't know what she was thinking, but that's another podcast. But, yes, I submit to you, that accident leaves no reasonable doubt and is well beyond reasonable doubt that there is a God. Jesus is real. So happy Easter, everybody. Jesus is real. Be glad you are alive to celebrate. I don't care what religion you are or if you're non-religious. 
Believe in a God. Believe in a God. God is real. And yes, I do not like the fact. In fact, I hate that they killed Jesus. But I love Jesus. And I want to say to all evil in the universe, I want to say something to you today. I love the Lord Jesus Christ. I will not deny that I love the Lord Jesus Christ. But I want to say something stronger than that. I want you to know evil. I want you to know Satan. You may have kicked my ass for 51 years. But get ready because your ass is getting kicked. Because I got something to say to you, Satan. I got something to say to you, Satan. I got something to say to you right now. And I need to give me an amen getting ready to get up in here. I got something to say to you, Satan. And here's what I'm going to say. Victory is mine. Victory is mine. Victory today is mine. I told Satan, go back to where you came from. Because victory is mine. Victory is mine. Victory is mine. Victory today is mine. That's right. I got me an amen. But that's right, Satan. I'm not denying Jesus Christ. And I love you, Lord Jesus Christ. I thank God that you have let me be alive, Father God. That you bless me, Lord Jesus. And yes, I have me. A poverty-stricken mind, even as I speak to you. But it's clearly starting to be a prosperity mindset. And that's because of you, Lord God. That's because of you, Lord Jesus. So devil, be on notice. You lost. And you will continue to lose. I love the Lord Jesus Christ. If you love the Lord Jesus Christ, smack the wall. If you love the Lord Jesus Christ, clap your hands. If you love the Lord Jesus Christ, say amen. If you love the Lord Jesus Christ, say amen. Be happy, happy, happy that you love God. Oh, I know I may sound like I'm preaching. I know I may sound like a minister. And I really ain't doing this for effect. This is me. I love the Lord Jesus Christ. Wake up in the morning. Say, thank God I woke up breathing. Wake up in the morning. You may be tired. Your bones may be screaming in pain. I've been there. I'm there right now with regards to my back because of all these so-called accidents. But man, ladies, it's Jesus' resurrection day. And you are here to celebrate that. Think about all your lost loved ones that are up in heaven that are dead now. How many people do you know in your life that have personally died? Or maybe famous people. They're not here. Hopefully they're in heaven with Jesus. But you're on this earth today. You're on this earth today. In April... 2015, 
Easter 2015, you are here. So rejoice in that. You may be tired, but don't be exhausted. That's right. I love you, Lord Jesus Christ. I love you. And Jesus is real. With that, ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank Miss Annette for believing in God. I want to thank all of you for listening to this podcast. And I want to thank the Lord Jesus Christ for everything the Lord Jesus has done for us and for me. And to all of you, happy Easter. Happy Passover to anybody else that's celebrating anything. I love all of you. The religious, the non-religious, I love all of you. And I want you to know, you may think that I'm a long-winded blowhard or whatever they call it, big mouth, whatever, loud mouth, but I want you to know I love you, and I ain't never going to stop. But I want you to know something very important. Father God loves you. The Lord Jesus Christ loves you. And the Lord thy God, the Lord thy God and the Lord Jesus Christ has gotten into my brain to say these words for more than three or four years now, really longer than that. But I want you to listen to these words and hear these words and live these words that you and humanity and all forms of life, ladies and gentlemen, I submit to you that humanity and all forms of life really does matter. Happy Resurrection, Lord Jesus Christ, and God bless each and every one of you. Celebrate the fact that you are alive. Amen. In Jesus' name, amen. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.